Broadcasting live from coast to coast and around the world, it's time for Animal Talk, featuring some of the best doggone pet people on the planet. It is another Rewind Wednesday. We take you back in time and review one of the old interview, one of the old shows, some of the fun that we had in the days gone by. Donna Fournier, she's our dog trainer and animal behaviorist here to help you out. Dr. Brad Davis, DVM and Chief of Staff for the Veterinary Centers of America. Brian Barczyk, our very own Venom Hunter. He's here to help you as well, and we take your calls live. But on shows like this, we uh, step back in time. We're going back to uh, December 2000. <laughs> and Mary Ellen Hooper, comedian. We uh, talked to her, and it was our very first show. We picked up a, a, an affiliate, uh, KMOX, in St. Louis. And we were able to uh, broadcast there, and we did a very special thing for KMOX. Uh, we did a, a, an hour, actually two hours, just for them. So all the uh, calls were coming from St. Louis, and uh, it was just a special show for them. So we're blasting out their call letters throughout and, and helping them out. And you're going to hear on this uh, episode, this Rewind Wednesday, Day. Mark Hannes uh, was there, and Brian Snakebite Donovan, not to confuse him with our Venom Hunter, Brian Barczyk, but uh, Brian was our, our dog trainer at the time, and uh, of course, Dr. Brad in there as well, helping you with your veterinary questions. I'm Jamie, and I'm here for you all the time. Send me an email. If you got a question, if you got a pet question now, send it to us. We can help you out, whatever the case might be. Uh, happy, more than willing to, to hook you up with some of these pet professionals and get it done. But right now we're going to jump back and see what happens when we're in St. Louis with Mary Ellen Hooper on Animal Talk. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs, cats, fish, birds, reptiles everywhere. This is your show. This is where we talk about what you do to your animals, what your animals do to you. To make your world animologically safe and sound, pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-800-738-1886. That's 1-800-PET-1886. So we can answer all of your pet-related questions. Litter box amnesia, a dog that's jumping up on neighbors, a fish tank with too much algae, a snake that won't eat, Maybe a dog or a cat with a medical question. We've got it all here on the Animal Talk Radio Network. Yeah, Doc, it hurts when I do this. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but to start this hour, we have a very special guest here on the Animal Talk show here on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis, Brian Donovan. Introduce away. Well, if Dick Van Dyke and Lucille Ball had a baby girl, the result would be Mary Ellen Hooper. Except her last name would be Van Dyke Ball. <laughs> her, unique, her unique brand of storytelling and quirky physical humor uh, leaves audiences ex- ex- exhausted from uh, laughter. And even though she's a self-professed klutz, much like myself, Mary Ellen Hooper always maintains dignity under duress, which is also the title of her, la- her hilarious CD. Uh, Mary Ellen is more than just a pretty face and comedy genius. She also has a heart and spends a great deal of time and effort promoting a wonderful charity, Canine Companions for Independence. Our guest... Mary Ellen Hooper. Welcome to Animal Talk. Hi, you guys. How are you? I heard somebody called me a hottie. Oh, stop it! That was Brad. Oh, she got a hottie voice to marry. I heard too. somebody a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brad. Yeah. <laughs> So, Hi, thanks for having me. This is so fun. I'm, I'm actually sitting in my dog's bed because I thought it would be appropriate. Oh, oh really? <laughs> we just bought a new bed for her, and it's so it's so huge. Well, I, and I sit in my aquarium, so it's, <laughs> you know, we're like soulmates. Yeah. Now, uh, what kind of a dog does a big fancy star like Mary Ellen Hooper have? Big fancy. <laughs> a big fancy dog. It must be actually, like a... she's from the ASPCA. She's a um, 
what do you call it, death row dog. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> she was on her last day, and I went in, and, you know, she had the tin cup. Nobody knows. I said, i got to get Warden. her. Warden. Warden. <laughs> so what exactly, what is Canine uh, Companions for Independence, or CCI? It, well, the fancy, the fancy explanation is they, um, it's a, a nonprofit organization that provides assistance dogs for people with disabilities. It's pretty much just a, an organization that's going to give a, a paw to people who need it. You know, that's, that's very touching, but it's not the least bit funny. I thought you were a funny lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was talking to... Uh, I'm we- up on my soapbox. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. Well, we've had uh, comedians on before, and one of them, who was a close friend of my brother, said, you know, he's been on a few uh, show, radio shows, and, and a lot of times people just have a tendency to say, uh, hey, funny person, be funny. Take yeah. it away. Go. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the Canine uh, Companions... Now, how did you get involved in the, the Canine Companions for Independence? Well... I was in a, a comedy competition, um, and it's it's not like it sounds. You don't actually beat up the other yeah. people. <laughs> I'm thinking of floor exercises, yeah. and when you're done with all the tumbles, you <laughs> say, knock, cor- knock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this corner, Kevin Meany. Yeah. In this corner, yeah. Mel- Mary Ellen Hooper. It's going to be a death match. Okay. That's why we it don't sounded really funnier in my head, okay? Or a sudden stop to a radio show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we go from 120 to zero in one second. Uh, okay, so you, you, were, you were part of a, a competition, a comedy competition, uh, when you became involved with CCI. Mary Ellen? <laughs> you blew her right off the air, Mark. How do you feel? <laughs> we have, oh, that, she was like, oh, that was just Mary Ellen. so non-funny. Are you there? Um, are you there? Can you hear me now? No. Nope. Can you hear me now? She's gone. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? The death match thing. All right, so, you so me now? for you listeners on KMOX, uh, each week we kill a comedian uh, on air. We asphyxiate them until they can oh, no longer my tell a joke. Oh, oh. Yeah, we had a situation where the leash was now tighter than it needed to be. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you know, we can do our fact or fiction while we work on getting uh, Mary Ellen back in. No, we no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, um, while we're waiting to see if we get Mary Ellen Hooper back, let's go to the phones and answer some questions, sure. since that's what we're all about. Let's go to <laughs> Jane. Hey, Jane, welcome to Animal Talk. We'll try not to kill you, okay? Good. Good. <laughs> Until your time comes. What can we do do for you, Jane? Our a dog won't go out unless we go out with him. And we've been doing that since he's real little because he was only two pounds. It's a cockapoo. Yeah. And he's smart as a dickens. He's got to train well, and he's two years old now. He, he's two years old, and he will not and go outside I by himself. He's at six in the morning and, and all day long out there taking him in and out. How much does he weigh now? 24 pounds. Is he, is he frightened of, uh, of wet weather? No. No? He loves if we have snow, he loves it. We take him out in the rain. He'll go potty, but he won't go out by himself. Would you say he, he's a pretty well-adjusted dog? Otherwise, he just doesn't. Okay. Like now, does he enjoy being outside once he's out there? Oh, loves it. Okay. Here's doesn't what I come in. here's what I suggest you do. You've gotten your dog in the pattern of going outside with you. Uh, now, the way you break that is uh, I want you to take a real, real scrumptious treat, something he will not uh, turn his nose up at. Okay. And I want you to associate it with being outside. And I want you to walk out with him, toss it on the patio or someplace that's, uh, that he can see it, and then step inside just for a moment, okay? You want to slowly wean him off of, uh, of the, the behavior pattern of you being out there with him, all right? Now, I don't want you to do it too quickly. It may take a week or two weeks, but I want you to slowly get away from being out there with him. Can you do that? Uh, Jane is gone now, too. They are dropping like flies. Yeah. 
Our phone system is exploding. Are you there, Jane? No, Jane isn't there. Well, uh, uh, but you know right. what? We do have Mary Ellen Hooper. So, back. well, there you, you got you got the answer though, right? So the yeah. answer is do this and not. Yeah. Look, okay, folks, ready? We're changing directions. We're going back to the Mary Ellen Hooper interview now. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, uh, Mary Ellen, we never had phone problems till we got you on the air. Oh my gosh, is this how you treat all the women in your life? Yeah, pretty much. Holy cow! He hangs up on them quick, from what I hear. Okay, you know what? Phones aren't for everyone. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you something. I'm gonna ask you something that I ask every one of my dates the, okay. the morning after. What's What's the last thing you remember me saying? <laughs> Um, can you taste the drugs in the drink? Oh, stop it. Okay, we were, ta- we were talking, of course, about CCI. That is the <laughs> Canine Companions for Independence. Yeah, well, basically what they do is they, they train the dogs to, to, to assist the disabled. Where The dogs will pick up things for the person in a wheelchair or open doors. And um, I tried to, to get them to train my fiancé, but they wouldn't go for it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the... Men are untrainable. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> It's the most amazing uh, organization. And the way that I got involved was I was in the comedy competition. Remember that part? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we remember that. <laughs> Click. This, this is where we parted. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we were uh, told that we needed to choose a local charity so that every night that you won, the charity would get part of the door. Okay. So I just went locally and saw what kind of animal charities <clears throat> there were. And I found a local chapter. It was in, in Colorado. So we called them up, and I said that I wanted them to be part of it. And once I went there and took a tour of the facility and met the people, I was just hooked forever. I mean, it, it just combines everything that I care about in, in one charity. So, Mary Ellen, we're going to ask you to put you on hold real quick because we're going to go to a break. When we come back to the break, we'd like to continue this interview with Mary Ellen Hooper. Talking yeah, I'll to- believe that when I see it. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell her darndest not to hang up on you. And the check's in the mail. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> You were my first. That's there you go. I promise I'll call you. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back right at the break with Mary Ellen Hooper, and we'll also take your calls at 1-800-PET-1886. 1-800-PET-1886. Here on the Animal Talk Radio Network on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but animal talk will never hurt you. We're back on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. 1-800-PET-1886. You can check us out on the World Wide Web at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Brian Donovan, take it away. Well, you know, I'm looking up at the calls here, and uh, it's so confusing. It it says in one line, Mary Ellen Hooper eats dog's feces. (laughs) Are those... Are those two? Are those two calls put together, or what? I, I think they're a yeah, mistake in the uh, call screening lines. Oh. Okay, we're oh talking to goodness. to funny lady uh, Mary. I'm sure she can suffer fools like us. She's, I've she, suffered worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not much. And we're talking about Canine Companions for Independence. It's a fantastic. It's it's like a real similar to Pause for a Cause here in Detroit. Assistance dogs that have been trained to do specific tasks for people who need uh, need help with with uh, certain things and to actually gain some independence because they have this. Uh, this companion animal. Um, if so you pe- don't really need me. No, not really. Oh. No. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming by. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> no, our callers say I'm done now. We- <laughs> 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 
Uh, Mary Ellen, how can people become involved or or uh, or in in either helping out with funding or volunteer work for CCI? Yeah, well, there's so many different avenues. Um, I'm on the uh, fundraising aspect myself. So I'm always gathering up my little comedy friends, and we have comedy benefits, and or I'll get them to sign things. I had like Jerry Seinfeld sign some things, and we auctioned them off. But a dollar for CCI, yeah. two dollars for Mary Ellen, a dollar exactly. for CCI, three dollars for Mary Ellen, <laughs> fourteen for kibble. Jerry. <laughs> so uh, the, there's the fundraising aspect, and if you don't have the time to donate, then you can always write a check. Um, then there's uh, puppy raising, which really takes a special person to be able to do that. These are um, private homes that take in the puppies, and after t- they take a little course themselves after um, knowing what they have to teach the puppies, you know, basic uh, obedience training and socialization. And But, see, after the year, you have to give the puppy up. Yeah, that's a hard and part. And it's really yeah. hard, but you know what? Once you go to the graduation and you see who's getting that puppy. And then a little cap and go. It, yeah, you're, it's you're, so cute with the way they go up and get their little diplomas. You oh. see, you're you're kind of a small part of a real big picture. And, exactly. Uh, and then it's, it's, it's well worth it. Is there a website where people can contact CCI? Um, yeah, it's pretty much uh, Canine Companions. Well, you can go to my site and link onto it. Um, I prefer that way. Okay. <laughs> well, and as a matter of fact, if you go to animaltalkradio.com, we have a link to both Mary Ellen's site and to Canine Companions for Independence. Sorry, we went ours first. Okay. So yeah, no. And and Mary Ellen Hooper, uh, you're a funny lady, and you're going to be performing. You got some uh, gigs coming up here. Where can people see you? Um, actually, I have the calendar on my website, which oh, you can geez. get to through yours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just Mary Ellen Hooper, all one word, dot com, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, which is actually her birth name, all one word. Yeah, it's it's very my odd. My mom just didn't believe in space. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, okay. I think most people. Googly Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky. Ooh, I've been, oh, man. I've been naughty. Uh oh. <laughs> this is why I went to therapy. <laughs> I cut you guys out of my life. Oh. Well, you know what? I actually have a problem with my little dog. Can you guys help me? Sure. Of course we can. Sure. I hope so because. Give me I a little of that uh, fundraising <laughs> kickback and I'll be. <laughs> I'll send you the dog. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with your dog? Well, you know what? She's a bearded collie mix. Mm. And like I said, I got her from the shelter, and she was removed from a home for abuse. Mm. Um, She wasn't doing the abusing. They were. (laughs) (laughs) So we've come a long way in the three years, but for some reason... The owner's a little paw shy, is she? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Whenever people move their feet too quickly around her, Mm -hmm. it makes her nervous because I guess she was kicked. So she'll jump and lunge at their feet and step on them as to say, uh, not so slow, mister. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually real sad to, to see that. And I've, I've witnessed that and trained uh, plenty of dogs that had that problem. Here's what you do. you got to counter-condition the dog. Um, you have to associate that foot moving. And you're, you're, you should be the first one to do this because she probably trusts you more than other people. Right. You want to kind of swish your foot towards her and at the same time offer her something really, really scrumptious. Right. The best way to get to a dog's psyche is through her belly. So if you could uh, uh, save some treats, some special treats just for this exercise. Right. And start off slowly, kind of swish your foot towards her in a kicking motion, very slow, and give her a treat. 
Okay. And I've done the same thing with hand-shy dogs where I, I put my hand over the top of the dog as if I'm going to hit them very slowly and I give them a treat. And after a while, depending on the extent of the abuse and how, how firmly entrenched it is in her psyche, um, you should be able to have a lot of success in a few days to maybe a couple weeks. Okay. It's usually, like I said, where I'd have to get strangers to come over to do it. it I, we've come a long way with my fiancé, but now we've got to work on the dog. <laughs> because he's, uh... Or what you can do is kick your fiancé and he can say, see, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> Yeah. He's just been abused by all the girls he's gone out with, and I'm getting the brunt. <laughs> yeah. But so no, that's really helpful. And then the other thing she does is headbutt people. <laughs> now, what kind of reaction does she get when she it's headbutts people? It's that ram people? part of her coming out. Well, I, I, it's when people look at her in her, you know, the eye contact dogs are weird with. Right. You, you're looking but when at they me? bend down and give her that eye contact, she just takes her head and rams her. <laughs> really? I don't know if she thinks she's playing soccer or what, but. That's kind of odd. That's kind of, that's kind oh, of odd. Oh, I got you on one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a Green Bay <laughs> well, Packer dog. Well, a lot of times when you want to erase a behavior, it's, it's hard to, uh, to get rid of one without replacing it with another. Okay. okay? So uh, what would you like her to do when she greets people? How about sit and stay? Sidekick. Sit and stay is good. Yeah. Um, so you, you teach the dog sit, stay when she greets somebody. Again, you want to use treats. Make sure the dog knows that that's the way to get the attention she wants. Um, it's not really clear why she's doing that from, from what you've said. Is she scared when she does that? Is, is she I happy? I think, yeah, strange people just make her nervous. Okay. So yeah, it's so, just too much, too close attention. Or So, again, what you want to do is, is, again, we always come back to food because food is like giving them a million bucks because right. when you give them a treat, um, they let their guard down for a moment, and if you associate that with something they don't like, after a while, they begin to uh, enjoy that. It, it, you change the stimulus altogether. So uh, keep those treats handy, and teacher sits day. Um, with a dog that's been abused, you don't want to use any heavy-handed methods of training. Oh, no, uh, lots no, no. of positive reinforcement, right. very little correction, if any, very gentle correction. That's awesome. I, I think that'll... That will help our liability. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our insurance is really high. And you're right. That is that is a very uh, uh, you're 100 percent liable for your dog. Oh, I know. Actions, I yeah. know. We have like I think a hundred million dollars <laughs> limit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mary Ellen, thank you so much for being with us here on Animal Talk at KMOX. We appreciate it so much. Well, I'm just so glad because CCI, like I said before, was just really important to me. And I think most people are familiar with, like, seeing eye dogs. Right. And they don't really know about this uh, organization. And um, it's basically the same thing, except for it's just people that um, have the different disabilities. They even are for hearing impaired people. And if you've ever seen these dogs work, it's it's really it really will touch your heart because these dogs and the people they work in unison, and you can see it in in both. Uh, it's a team effort, is what it is. Yeah, you can just look in your uh, local uh, listing, and or if you go on the website, you can see if there's a local chapter. If not, you can just mail a check to me, and I'll be sure they get it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, hey, Mary Ellen, please keep us. Um, posted on any events that are coming up so we can help publicize that to become part of the animal charities that we support. Oh, that's awesome, support. I actually just co-hosted an event uh, for Paws here in L.A. Oh, great. Um, with I co-hosted it with a, a moose. Do you know who Moose is? Moose. Eddie from Frasier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, cool. he got top billing. Oh, <laughs> awesome, oh. awesome. Mary Ellen, Mary Ellen, thank you very much for being with us. We appreciate it. All right, you guys. Take Bye-bye. Care. Thanks. And, of course, we'll be coming back to take your calls. Brandon, Diana, Rich, and Patrick, thanks for hanging on the line through the interview. We'll be back to take your calls here on Animal Talk Radio Network on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis.
I love the holidays. We're back with more Animal Talk on KMOX. 1-800-PET-1886. 1-800-PET-1886. I don't even want to know. Let's go right to the phones. Let's go to Patrick on KMOX. Hey, Patrick, welcome. What can we do for you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, He's not right. Jamie is just not right. Yeah, I just uh, my dog eats its own feces. Oh, and, yeah. and it's a good, really good dog, except for that, and it, it kind of sets off my gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, dude. Well, there's one dog who's easy to shop for. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. um, he can never complain about his food. Well, you, you know, this is actually uh, very, very common. It is, um, and it usually starts at a pivotal point in the dog's life uh, usually has to, I don't know, I, I think it has something to do with a, a metabolic reason of some sort, but it quickly turns into a habit. Uh, so no matter what the reason is that they start it, it becomes a behavior pattern. How old is your dog? About three. Three. And when did he start it? Uh, uh, probably about a year ago. Boy, you're not that upset by it then, are you? Aprophasia. <laughs> uh, well, what you want to do, first of all, you have to, if you, to change any behavior, you have to stop that behavior, okay? Now, is a dog doing it when you leave him outside? You got to make it yeah. taste bad. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't do it, you know, all the time. Okay, you should start by by making sure you uh, you pick up after her very quickly, okay? Yeah. And don't leave her outside unattended. All right. So taking it out of her behavior pattern is the first thing you want to do to solve the problem. Got it? Yes. Okay, uh, Brad, is there is there a, a, any medical uh, uh, remedy for this? Oh, sure. Ask your vet about forbid. Forbid something you mix in the food. It makes the stool taste bad. The thing mm. is, when we think of how something tastes bad, that's what we used to describe it as tasting <laughs> that bad. But it tastes like dog. Yeah. yeah, but for for a dog, it's it's not. There's not the the Yummy inhibition snacks. that we would have toward that. Um, and you know, so forbid what you just put in the food, and it changes taste as it goes through the body and makes it taste foul. And so again, it's uh, the old if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for life sort of thing. Because after they eat the bad tasting stool a couple times. <laughs> Uh, then they don't want to eat it anymore. I hope so. <laughs> the dog's normal feces has been replaced with Folgers crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you can tell the difference. <laughs> All right, Patrick, I hope we helped you out some, All bud. Right, oh, wait, wait, hold oh, on. Oh, okay. Hold on, Patrick. Yeah, this is an important one. <laughs> I have a caller poll, but I really oh. hate to ask you. The caller oh. poll question is, do you kiss your dog? Yeah. You're uh, a freak. <laughs> I'm not in the mouth. Okay. <laughs> well, then we've got plenty of information as it is. All right. All right, Patrick. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for calling. All right. Whoa. All right. Uh, let's go to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Welcome to Animal Talk. How you doing? Fine. How you doing? Wild and crazy, buddy. What can we do for you here on KMOX? Well, I, I have a problem. I've got a dog that uh, normally is pretty well behaved if, it's, if he's not around a bunch of people, but just like me and him, but... Or if he's around, I've got two roommates. If I'm not here and he's with them, he's fine. But anytime there's like people over, or I'm around and everybody's at the house at once, he goes. Uh, he just behaves poorly. He's moving around constantly, fast. He's you know trying to get people's attention and gone dog wild. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he's doing all sorts of things that that are inappropriate. Yes. What would you like him to do? Uh, well, at first I thought it was just because he's still, I guess, relatively young, and. How old is he? Uh, he's about a year and a half. Okay. And what would you like him to do? Well, not be nosing people all the time. And generally, people like dogs. They're fine. 
because they'll pet him. Brandon, I'm going to tease you uh, a little bit here. I've asked you twice what you want your dog to do. You told me what you don't want him to do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking with you. I'm joking with you. Uh, This is part of the problem. Uh, the, The trap here and the question is, what would you like him to do? If you don't know specifically... The dog will never know. Okay. So what you want, you want your dog to act right. You want him to be good. But you have to put specific actions with that. Now, your dog probably just wants attention. Yeah. And he's figuring out, you know, that's the dog way to get attention. The squeaky wheel gets the grease in nature. That's why he goes and bothers people and jumps on them and, and, because that's how he makes his presence known. Mm-hmm. Now, if he were convinced that all he had to do was sit and stay for the same attention, he would do it every single time because it's the easiest thing to do. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's not convinced of that because that's not what dog language says. So you've, you have to teach him a couple basic commands. Uh, heal, sit, stay, just a few things, mm-hmm. and apply those things for him to get attention from other people. Okay. So the first couple uh, frat parties you have, <laughs> is, that what I, is that what we're looking at here? No. Okay. No. All right. no, uh, the, 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 the first few times you have people over, it's going to be inconvenient, and, uh, but you're going to have to keep a leash on the dog, yeah. have him sit, then have, uh, have the person uh, talk to the dog and pet him, and your dog's going to be tempted to jump up and run around and do what he's used to doing, uh-huh. but you make sure he sits. And then when you can't watch him, take him in another room, let him calm down a little bit, okay. and then bring him out again. Now, again, at, at first it's going to be a little odd for the dog. It's going to be real cumbersome, but uh, once you've done this a few times, your dog will start doing it automatically. Okay, I have another quick question. It's kind of a concern. He, he generally doesn't eat or drink unless... I'm, like, close to the food or the water. He won't go anywhere. If it's downstairs, he won't go down there unless I bring it up. He won't eat when I'm not home during the day and that kind of thing. Okay. Is that a problem? Or? It's not really a problem. In fact, you can, you can make this work to your benefit. If you, uh, if you can make sure you're home at certain times, at very specific times, you can get your dog on a real, real accurate feeding schedule and make sure he's, uh, he's, he's got a real nice routine because that is the, the hallmark and the cornerstone of good behavior is consistency and routine. Okay. So if you can make sure that, uh, that he does that at certain times, yeah, that's actually not a bad problem at all. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, Brandon. Thanks a lot. 1-800-PET-1886 is the number to call. Hey, fish and reptile people, come on, bail me out of this Hmm. mammal Yeah, don't you have any questions for the star? (laughs) Fish and reptiles, fish and reptiles. Hey, let's go right back to the phones and let's go to Brad. Hey, Brad, welcome to Animal Talk and KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. Hi, Hi, Brad. Brad. Hey. What can we do for you, bud? Uh, I've got an an, an eight-year-old Springer Spaniel, and um, he... He has uh, like a like a problem with, uh, I guess, dominance. I don't know. He um, he'll sit there and be submissive <laughs> and roll over and let you pet him, but yet he'll be growling and, and baring his teeth the entire time. So now has he? He's been. Let me. How old is he? Eight years Eight. old. Now he's been doing this his whole life, hasn't he? Uh, about the last four years. So all, most of his adult life. Yeah. Okay. Now, when he does this, has he ever bitten anyone? Uh, he actually bit me, but um, I. I would think, I guess, that I attributed at least part of it to me because uh, he was kind of sitting defiantly, and I'd grab for his collar. And oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, that's a, that's a formula for getting bit. So when he's growling or baring his teeth, he's actually rolled over on his back? Yeah, uh, yeah. or he'll be sitting and wagging his tail um, while you're petting him, but yeah. yet he'll be growling, and, and it's... it's 
sometimes we see this like in dogs. Like a loud purr, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, cross-wiring. Uh, some dogs will bare their teeth when they're happy. It's called a submissive grin. Uh-huh. And and it's it's it seems like they're sending you mixed signals, which really it is. Um, I would imagine he would never bite anybody unless, uh, like you said, you grabbed his collar to correct him. Um, right. And, and that's not something that's a real good uh, um, procedure because, you know, it's it, it actually focuses the bad thing on you when you grab him like that. So you want to yeah. stay away from that. But in general, something like that is not going to be dangerous. And it's just a little bit of cross-wiring when it starts. You might want to stop petting him. Don't mm, correct this him. Is probably, this is probably more dangerous than that. I mean, he, he'll, he's lunged at people before. Oh, he has. Okay. When they're, when they're petting him. Um, maybe not so much petting, but just, I guess, whenever he sees it as a threat. He sits under my dad's uh, recliner, like under the, the feet of it, and if you walk too close, then he'll lunge at your feet, which... Now, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah uh, that. <laughs> whenever you have aggression like that, you want to enlist the help of a uh, local trainer. Uh-huh. Uh, and I we tried that, and it didn't work. Well, you, you got to mm-hmm. find someone else then. And a good a good resource uh, to, to check is local veterinarians. Veterinarians see dogs at their worst, and, and you'll get a consensus after you've called a few vets in your area if as to who handles this kind of problem. If your uh-huh. dog takes out your hamstring, you have a problem. Yeah. Uh, with <laughs> aggression, you don't want to give any advice over the phone with this sort of thing. You want to have somebody take a look at it and evaluate it properly. Okay. okay. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. We appreciate right. it. Uh, 1-800-PET-1886 is the number to call. So pick up the phone and give us a call so we can make your world animalogically safe and sound. And right after the break, we will amaze and amuse and mesmerize you with a health tip. Oh, don't upsell Composed so <laughs> by Brad Davis. Oh, oh, man. I'm going to the restroom. <laughs> he is now... <laughs> The star of the show. We've tra- I've, I've taken my crown off and I put it on Brad's head. You're only setting him up for a fall. I don't want to wear any of your clothes, Mark, please. <laughs> 1-800-PET-1886. Pick up the phone and give us a call. You're listening to the Animal Talk Radio Network on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Does your cat have litter box amnesia? Brian Donovan has the answers here on Animal Talk on KMOX. 1-800-PET-1886. 1-800-PET-1886. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Check out our website at www.animaltalkradio.com. This Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Yahoo. We host a live chat at 7 p.m. on Yahoo. Yep, 7. And everything that happens in oh, the studio. Oh, it's 8 p.m. You're, it's, it, 7 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. i got to get right. these. And everything that happens on the show. 9 p.m. Yes. Six. It would be 6 Central. 6 p.m. Six, oh, I can't 6 tell. Central. 6 Central. <laughs> and uh, it's just <laughs> like this show except a little bit more sassy. <laughs> we hope we helped you with that. <laughs> All right. Hello. <laughs> Let's do something else now. Oh, see now. Look what you guys yeah, are doing. That's okay. Ah, you're looking for that. Caught Jamie with his cart down. Carts all over the place. All right. Here we go. I, ready. Aim. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. And now it's time for a health tip with our resident veterinarian, Dr. Brad Davis. Okay, and this health tip is going to be our first installment of Health Tip Playhouse. Does everyone have their script ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. We had a situation the other day at my clinic where a man saw his neighbor's dog eat rat poison and rushed it right in to my clinic. 
It probably sounded a little like this. Mark? Say, isn't that the neighbor's dog eating rat poison? I think so. Quick, get him to the vet. <laughs> oh, I got the wrong animal. <laughs> Let me try that. I think so. Quick, get him to the vet. Woof. This has been the last installment of Health to Play Health. <sighs> Luckily, the neighbor's fast action allowed, this, allowed us to save the dog by inducing vomiting. Make a point of talking to your neighbors about what he or she should do in an emergency. You may also want to tell your veterinarian a uh, financial level you'd be willing to go for in an emergency. Granted, most people anymore just hate talking to their neighbors, but sometimes they can be <laughs> your best friend's best friend. Aww. And here's a tip from America's Master Herper. Me, <laughs> get a tortoise. They don't eat rat poison. Yeah. All right. And whenever he says master anything, I worry. <laughs> Don't you? Man, you are pathetic, Mark. You are begging for reptile calls. <laughs> it's like, once you get to be a star, it's that way. Reptile and fish calls. We get all these dog calls. I mean, things with that are warm-blooded with hair should be snake food. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Rich. Hey, Rich, welcome to Animal Talk. How you doing? You there, Rich? Yeah, hi. Okay, what can we do for you, buddy? I can hardly hear you. Anyway, I have uh, three female Yorkshire Terriers. And, of course, one of them is the uh, dominant dog. One of the dogs that's not dominant, actually all three of them are pretty gentle, but um, one of the non-dominant dogs, whenever a human being picks her up and the dominant dog then enters the room, the non-dominant dog gets extremely aggressive towards the uh, dominant dog. Is she trying to send a message or something, or what, what do you think is going on? Well, actually, there's uh, some behaviors believe that the whole dominance in the pack, uh, the pecking order, is is uh, dependent on the situation. It's uh, it's fluid. It's not something that's carved in stone. It, it can change depending on the circumstance. So uh, your dog that's that's not very dominant may all of a sudden uh, feel pretty brave when you pick it up. So uh, in in that case, you may find that uh, the tables turn a little bit. Is it causing injury to the other dog? Uh, no, because the other dog is quite a bit bigger. Okay. Uh, you know, 11 and a half pounds versus five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, when it comes to, uh, dog, whenever you have more than one dog in the house, you're going to have to deal with um, a dynamic, you know, the, the way they, they deal with each other. That's something that you cannot impact. You can make it worse by separating the dogs when they oh, fight. I understand that. Yeah, but sure. but you, I, 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 the dominant one to uh, exercise her dominance. Good, good. Yeah, that's that's something that you know because wild Yorkies do that, and you got to let them go. That's what they do in nature. Right. Look at that. Nobody's listening <laughs> to me in this whole <laughs> studio. <laughs> wild Yorkies, uh huh. Uh, okay, so uh, in it was a dog training question. What do you want? So is this a curiosity on your part? Why the tables turn? Is that is that the nature? No, I'm just curious why a gentle dog all of a sudden becomes aggressive when you pick her up. And the dominant dog enters possessed by the dog. Yeah, that's uh, and it's a very, very odd sort of thing. So you you will see that dogs are dominance and submissiveness sometimes change with the uh, the situation. Sometimes now, do you think she's trying to exercise her own dominance. Sure, she's associated that situation with with uh, with dominance, and and that's completely understandable. You may find that if a dog is uh, is up on a chair, they get more brave, or if on the owner's lap, all of a sudden they they get a get a lot well, of bravery. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because the dominant uh, the non dominant dog will not jump on a chair unless unless the dominant dog is already up there. Oh, really? <laughs> Under no condition will she get higher than the dominant dog. And the dog. dominant dogs that are in the watchtowers of colleges are the worst. You may you may want to have them sign like a Magna Carta or some kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. All right, hey, thanks. I'm done now. <laughs> thanks for calling, Rich.
And we have a line open here at 1-800-PET-1886. Irene, Robert, and Tony will try to get you right after the break. And you'll listen to Mark, Brian, and Brad here on the Animal Talk Radio Network on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. We'd just like to remind you that sticks and stones may break your bones, but animal talk will never hurt you. We're back on KMOX. 1-800-PET-1886. Let's go right to the phones. Let's go to Jenny. Hey, Jenny, welcome to Animal Talk. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing well. Very good. What can we do for you today? Well, I know you were looking for a break from mammals, so I have Thank a question goodness. about a turtle. Very good. And we, I have two turtles, and one we've had about seven years. And the other we just got last summer, and she seems to be wanting to hibernate. Mm, well, get ki- a new one next. <laughs> what oh. kind of turtles are these? Um, they're box turtles. Box turtles, okay. Eastern box turtles, more than likely. Right. Um, and the other turtle does not hibernate; just kind of slows down a little bit. And this one's really trying to hibernate. Right. Well, but yes, she hasn't eaten really anything for a couple of weeks. And that's for a box turtle. That's really not a problem. Do you have a basement area? In your house? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Always comes back to that, doesn't it, Mark? It's a cool place to take the turtle to sleep. Cool is in temperature. (laughs) Yes, yes, and that isn't fun. Do you have a basement? Yes. Uh, What I suggest you do is is to get either an aquarium or a larger uh, wooden box. Fill it full of, of leaves with a little potting soil. Uh-huh. And Do you take... have latex Spock ears? <laughs> <laughs> they think all reptile people are nerds. Uh, yeah, well, uh. don't listen to them, Jack. <laughs> and uh, take them down in the basement and uh, go ahead and uh, um, just put him in the box and put him in there. He'll burrow himself down to the bottom and should sleep there just fine. Uh, and about once a month, if you go down and check on him, especially <laughs> starting in... The end of uh, February, the beginning of March. Smack him with a hockey stick. You know, what kind of pet do you check on once a month? This is what I want to know. The kind that's sleeping. It's called hibernation. Okay. But there's there's no concern about, you know, not... Having food for that period of time. No, not at all. Not at all. The, the, just unscrew the shell and look and make yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to really, as, as long as you uh, gave the, the turtle plenty of access to food during the um, summer and fall, he stored up enough body fat and uh, weight to get through this hibernation period. Plus, her uh, metabolism slows way, way down during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, sometimes uh, hibernating turtles will almost appear to be dead because the respirations are so slow. But just Jenny, movement. just because he's hibernating doesn't mean you can't still have fun with them. Uh, oh, well, that's good to know. One good thing you can do with the turtle that's hibernating is take a magic marker and paint a mustache on his face. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. When he wakes up, it's funny as, yeah. <laughs> if you, can we put his foot in warm water? Also? <laughs> uh, you know, her joke was funny in yours. Jenny, so there. Hey, Jenny, we got a seat for you here. No, no problem. Hey, thanks oh, for okay. thanks for calling, Jenny. We really do appreciate. Well, well ask, thank ask you Jenny very the, much. the caller poll. Oh, Jenny, we have a caller poll. Caller poll question is: Have you ever kissed your pet? In this case, I guess it's turtles. Um. Please say no. Please say no. <laughs> I don't. I'm not hesitating because I'm shy to say. I'm just trying to remember. Um, You'd remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not something you have to uh, really search your memory banks for. I guess not yet. 
Not yet. Well, there. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks a lot for calling, Jenny. But I'm not it. ruling it out. Okay. Hasn't come up with the right line yet. <laughs> well, we want to thank all of our callers here tonight on Animal Talk here on KMOX. Uh, it was a great first show. We really enjoyed being here. We'll be back again next week at the same bad time. We're going to be back same next week? Channel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, stay tuned. Check us out on the internet at www.animaltalkradio.com. 6 p.m. We'll do a chat live on Yahoo. You can get there via our website. So please check us out. And remember, have an exotic weekend. Kiss your wild thing for me. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Think it'll work? It would take him there. Bye-bye. Yeah. There you go. Are you there, Robert? Hello. Hey, Robert, um, we're, we're off the air, but Brian's going to go ahead and answer your, your question for you, okay? Okay. Yes, Robert, what's your question? I have a chihuahua. That's your problem. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I have <laughs> a chihuahua. He's mixed with a Boston Terrier. Hey, buddy. And uh, the problem I'm having is he urinates that great? throughout the house. Okay. How old is he? Uh, huh? How old is How old? he? He's two years old. Two years old? How long has he been doing it? Uh... You know what? When we first got him, he was six months old. Right. And uh, he started doing it probably maybe two or three times a week. And then we started putting, my wife and I, we put him in a kennel. And uh, when we weren't at home, he'd stay in the kennel. And then when we got home, we let him out. And any time he showed signs of having to go outside to potty, we'd take him outside. And he stopped for a long time. But I guess within the past six months, he started it again. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Pardon? All right. Yeah, what you want to do is, uh, it doesn't sound like you ever really housebroke him. Okay, so you're going to have, is he on a good feeding schedule? Do you feed him at the exact same times every day? Uh, yes. Okay, how long do you leave the food down for? Oh, the food stays out all day, though. Okay, that's the problem. See, everything, everything, I know it's a urinating problem, not defecating, but uh, everything revolves around the feeding. So you want to okay. get a good feeding schedule. He should be eating twice a day. Leave okay. the do- food down for 10 minutes only okay. and feed them at the exact same times every day. Okay. Got it? And what, okay. what you're doing there is you're regulating the dog's intake. Once you regulate that, you regulate the other end. So you're, gonna st- you're still going to have to figure out when the dog is going uh, to the bathroom, but that will be very, very apparent once you have that feeding schedule in place, all right? Okay. So start with that. Give us a call next week and let me know uh, where you're at with that. And I think you'll see a big problem or a big uh, improvement, that is, in uh, the dog's consistency. Okay? Okay. All righty. All right, thanks. Thanks, Robert. Bye. Hello, Jennifer? Jennifer? Hello? Hello, Jennifer. Absolutely. Jennifer, are you there? Irene? Hello, Irene? Irene? Yes. Hi, Irene. Um, I have a 10-month-old cockapoo. Yes. And I can't keep her from chewing on anything. She chews on my throw rugs. I can't keep any on the floor if she's in the room. She's chewed on the wallpaper, the corner of my cabinet. And I've got chew toys all over the place. She's even chewing up her heavy rubber uh, toys that I've gotten for her is, to play with. Is this when you're home or when you're gone? What was that? Is it when you're home or when you're gone that she's... Yeah. All the time. All the time? So, I mean, if, if I catch her chewing, uh, I'll correct her and I'll put one of her chew toys in her mouth... And then a few minutes later, I mean, I can't watch her constantly. I'm 81, and it's hard to keep a tab on her. Now, how do you correct her? What do you do to correct her? I, I tell her no, and then I, I hit her on the nose, okay, and then now I give her a chew toy. You don't want to hit her. Hitting a dog will, will associate you with the correction. What you want to try to do is a good correction contains three elements. It should be loud, it should be quick, 
and it should be invisible, so she shouldn't see you doing it. So in other words, say she's chewing on a throw rug. You want to try to walk up behind her and maybe stomp your foot on the floor or take a book and throw it on the floor behind her, okay? Uh And make a loud noise. You want to startle her. And then as soon as she jumps away from it, you want to praise her. Tell her everything's okay. And that'll do it for another installment of Animal Talk. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Animal Talk Radio, and, of course, the website, animaltalkradio.com. We'll see you next time on Animal Talk.